Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Let's bring in Stephen Lecce, uh, Education Minister for the Government of Ontario, and is with us now. Stephen, thanks so much for the time. Much appreciated. Not at all, Scott. Good to be on the show. I just got off the line with Harvey Bischoff of the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation. He said over the last four days of negotiations, you've literally not offered them nothing, sort of gave a grocery list, including class size and e-learning and such of things that were still sticking points. Oddly enough, wages were not mentioned. I had to go back Mm -hmm. and ask him that. Uh, if If you were to relax some of the stuff on class size and what have you and made this solely about their compensation, which is usually what these contracts are all about where would we be you know look i think the truth is scott that there's a real insistence by the teachers unions to define this anything but compensation but the truth is we have said a that second highest remunerated second highest paid teachers in the country who you know look we value teachers in ontario but they're the second highest in the nation on average should we be the highest we're the second highest in the nation. We're quite high. Uh, and I'm arguing that when you're the second highest in the nation, when you pay them on average $92,000 on average for a worker, and we value their work, but we're offering them a $750 million increase. Like there's some governments in the past that offer them 0%. We're offering 1% for all public sector workers, including teachers. And we offered the exact same deal QP agreed to just a week and a half ago to the education workers of OSSTF and they walk and they said no. Why? Because it's one percent and they seek a two percent increase which represents one point five billion dollars. And Scott, I would argue that's unfair for the people of this province who want to see more money in the system for their kids. And yes, reasonable for teachers and one percent is reasonable every year for the life of the contract. But my goodness, when the when the priority seems to be on compensation for themselves and not on our teachers, or rather not on our kids, I think it really uh, demonstrates that it isn't really about our kids. And if it was, they'd stay negotiating in good faith and not walk out on them today. So any room to budge on class size, that seems to be the sticking point or certainly what they're they're pushing in the media. Uh, that obviously yeah. is resonating with parents. They say even a study you guys did, uh, the Conservatives did, said that parents do not want an increase in class size. Is there any wiggle room here? Well, look, what I'm very proud of, to be quite frank, Scott, is for the uh, earliest years in our schools, which is where the evidence shows small classroom sizes are critical. We're maintaining the smallest classroom size in the nation for the early years, essentially one to three. I'm proud of that. We're also, we've also made a very reasonable proposal to reduce the classroom provincial average from 28 down to 25. The day we made that, the, union, the teachers' union leadership decided to escalate. We announced online learning from four mandates to two. And the day we did that, other teachers' unions escalated. And what it shows, Scott, is irrespective of the goodwill and the reasonableness of the government of the day, and some governments more than others, but we've been very reasonable through this process, the unions decide, the teachers' union leaders decide to escalate irrespective of the premier. I mean, my entire life in this province, I've seen one truth. You could be a new Democratic premier, conservative or liberal. The one commonality is the teacher unions escalate. And my message to them is to seize escalations because these strikes hurt kids disproportionately, particularly kids with exceptionalities, kids from low-income families, families just don't have the fiscal ability, like the finances to afford child care. It's not right. It's not fair. And I think if they cared about children, they wouldn't be out in the class today. They would continue negotiating, bargaining hard, and providing predictability for all the families of this province who are quite disappointed that they have walked out today. What are you getting from parents uh, as far as feedback, especially on the class size issue? Well, I think what they're asking all the parties, including the government, to be is reasonable. 
which is, I think we heard them when we made an announcement to go from 28 to 25, and yet even still, on that day, the union dismissed it, walked out, essentially, on that option, or walked away from that option. And I just think for a lot of folks listening or observing, they're saying, well, look, the government is being systematically reasonable. They made major moves. They increased investments by $200 million more million this year in our last fall economic statement, our sort of quarterly update, mini-budget, if you will. Another $200 million more million, meaning we're now spending more in Ontario than we've ever done in the history of the province under this progressive conservative government. And even still, it's insufficient. It's not about the kids in that case. It's because the compensation rates aren't at what they want. And I get why teacher, why unions exist, to fight for the benefits, the entitlements, uh, the job security of their members. I get it. And that's fair game. But that's not my job. My job is to be fair to teachers and our workers, but most importantly, fight for our students. And I want more money for mental health, more money for mathematics, more money for kids with special education needs. That's where the priority should be. And I wish the discourse, I wish the discussion focused on them and not on ourselves. So what happens now after a one-day strike? Where are we? Uh, Meetings scheduled? What happens now? Through the mediator, we've offered more dates. We're hoping we can uh, keep negotiating and bargaining hard. I've offered uh, independent mediation, which uh, just for context for folks during the QP deal, look, I understand for people listening, they will say, look, um, this seems tense, uh, far apart. You know, a lot of finger pointing, and it's it's not particularly constructive when you when you see this stuff. But the point is, we had a similar experience with QP. I uh, turned to private mediation. The union agreed. We all agreed. And we got a deal, even in a hostile environment. So my point to tip for the parents is I remain hopeful and focused on getting a deal that provides that predictability, but it takes two to tangle. I need the union to be reasonable, and I do think there's a deal in sight if they can be reasonable. But if they're dogmatic on the compensation, if they're absolutely focused on expanding their benefits and, and, and pay at the expense of other priorities, then I think uh, we're going to continue to be in this real difficult impasse. And I just think they got to be reasonable. Parents want us all to be reasonable. And I think what the government has consistently shown that we have been. For, for 200 days, we started this bargaining process. For months, they've tabled their first agreement, their first deal or proposal. And since then, they haven't made one change. Not one substantive change, Scott. And I think people, when they fear, hear that, they think, oh my goodness, how is it possible that for hmm. all the months, they haven't made one move and it underscores the fact that for them, they want to maintain the $1.5 billion increase. And I just think that's just, to be quite frank, inconsistent. I mean, just for context, since 2004 to 2000 and uh, roughly uh, 2000 and uh, I believe 18, the education spending has more than doubled. The number of teachers in Ontario during that period has increased by 15,000. You juxtapose that by 100,000 fewer students. Yeah. I mean, that's just for that period. So my point is, folks, we're being reasonable. We're investing more in education than ever before, but I'm making your student a priority, and I think that's what parents want me to keep fighting for. Any more one-day strikes on the horizon we know of? I'm not aware of any. I certainly uh, would call on the union to cease from escalation. I try to get all the members of the opposition to stand with me in this message. I, I didn't hear uh, unity of purpose on that, but I'm hoping that we can make clear, standing with parents, that this escalation must stop. There should be no further strikes because they fundamentally hurt our kids. Education Minister Stephen Lecce has been with us, Government of Ontario, uh, talking about strike and the one-day strike today. Stephen, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Good luck. Thanks, Scott. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.